all set. Everything is good, up and running. Our second evening of this week. We're super excited. But good evening, everyone. This is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live in the dark with two sisters. Hey, good evening, everyone. Uh, this is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Um, we are so used to saying good morning. But it is actually evening where we are on the eastern seaboard. <clears throat> it's obviously very dark here. Um, lighting is a little off. Um, I'm going to have to purchase one of those ring lights one of these days for these night timers. But, you know, trending Thursday, and it just may be another hot topic kind of evening. Um, yo, San Francisco. I just heard you lost some board members. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And, you know, it's happening all over the place. And what, you know, as I've been sharing all along with what I've been dealing with in Massachusetts. So a few articles have come out. Uh, there's been a lot of kibitzing on social media. I'm pretty postured in my position. So I don't, I don't bend, I don't play ball with anyone. And, um, uh, one of the candidates that is running, a candidate I do not know, um, he's not part of our group. Um, right now, I'm not sure about his platform because he's really not con convincing on what he's talking about. Uh, he's using a mantra from Reader's Digest where, you know, he admits that, you know, the thought process came from that. I'd like to see a candidate that is postured, uh, has a definite platform. And it's pretty, pretty confident in what they want to accomplish. So, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I haven't heard, you know, a lot of him, someone that I don't know. But what I found interesting was most people realize that, you know, I'm a full-time resident in Florida now, uh, but I was a resident in this community for almost 30 years, but I'm actually a part-time resident so meaning that i uh, i'm back and forth like a yo-yo put it that way so i i do live here part-time uh but i'm a registered voter and it's pretty much public knowledge anyways but this particular person on his news thread because i was you know asking him different things about you know his views on the current school committee you're running for the school committee and he wasn't postured enough to say you know for him it's not about them versus us um, or him taking a seat. And I told him, you know, basic politics 101, if you are running for a seat and you're going against an incumbent, guess what? You're going after that person's seat. <laughs> you, you can't twist it, turn it, uh, deflect it any other way. And he could not, I think he's a little nervous about coming out and being confident and postured in his beliefs because he's very, goes back and forth, whatever. But again, he, he just announced his candidacy, so I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. We also do know of three other, four, one, two, three, four other candidates that are going to be running within the the, two, the district, which consists of two different towns. But anyways, going back to the article, so there's been a lot of publicity about what we're doing. Uh, great, lots of support, but there are those that really do not know the history, do not know what we've accomplished what we've yet to accomplish and what we've dug up between the administration and the school committee. So they're just assuming, 
oh, there's just a few parents um, that are going after the school board and now they want to recall them. And there's a you know an election coming up in May. They're not realizing that this process uh, really began nine months ago. And the actual affidavits, were, which are a legal document, were submitted to either town based on the information that they initially gave us of the recall process. But I think part of the issue was they didn't know that we were actually going to go forward with it. So when they immediately rejected, we were really like, you know, did we do something wrong? You know, did we not follow the rules properly? And they gave us the opinion of what their either town's attorney or special uh, counsel told them, which was that school committee members are not elected officials and that the school committee is a separate entity because it's a regional district. So I thought, uh, so they have like their own, you know, there's another process. Um, so at that point, you know, we collectively as a group made the decision. We would get an attorney, seek legal counsel to review these letters and to review whether we did have a case to go forward. Were we not understanding the law correctly? Push comes to shove, our attorney refuted what they said. Uh, but in addition to that, he requested public records, which uh, substantiated that the either town officials were conspiring to derail our recall process. Now, obviously we didn't know that, but there was an actual conspiracy to block to block our efforts. So, so you know, my point being at this point, wouldn't residents be upset knowing that either town conspired against the residents? You know, which was a good question. So, anyways, long story short, it's been publicized a lot this week. So, this particular person who I do not know uh responded or asked a question underneath a post tagged me in it and said can you please tell me your residence and are you a res registered voter now this is someone i do not know i looked up this person's profile their profile picture is nancy pelosi there's no information on this person uh you have no indication of where this person's from there are no friends listed, which is that is not unusual because a lot of people will block you from seeing who their friends are. There's no there's no real post. I think there's a post from maybe two or three years ago. But there's no indication where this person's from. So I thought it ironic and kind of comical. You want me to give out my personal information, which again is pretty much public record anyways, if you bother to you know follow what I'm doing. But you want to personally have me declare that information on your post of someone that I don't know, and yet I don't even know who you are, and you got Nancy Pelosi as your profile picture. So then that was her message yesterday, or I don't know whether it's a she, he, or whatever, because obviously she's not Nancy Pelosi or he. So then she follows it up and the, the person follows up again and said, did you not see my question? Like you can, you can't bait me. <laughs> so I just thought it was comical. You want my information and you want me to answer to someone that not only do I not know, you have no history on Facebook from what I can see. You don't have a real picture up because you got Nancy Pelosi as your profile picture and you got to bug me or harass me for my information. I don't think so. 
So that's what's kind of trending. So what's, what's going on is that I'm, I've, I've made uh, a couple statements, uh, really kind of detailing the last nine months, because a lot of people, what they do is they give their opinions as if they were facts. So I had another gentleman who says I'm a GOP, a GOP, I'm trying to think how we word it, operative or something to that ex extent because of the event that the two parents groups, which was Millbury, and then of course the Dudley Charlton Regional School District, we hosted an event for candidates that were gonna be running, for, that are running for the school committee. And in addition, some Massachusetts state people that are running for their own uh, positions like the um, Mr. Deal, who's running for the governor of Massachusetts, uh, Senator Fatman, um, Jeffrey Paquette Sousa, who's running for representative, I think it's district two, uh, many, many, many that are campaigning actually got, you know, contacted us. They knew that this particular area of Massachusetts is dealing with, just like across the country, uh, you know, not really showing what's going on with curriculum, inserting CRT, uh, as well as uh, SEL, which is social emotional learning. Some districts are dealing with comprehensive sex education. So they knew that these were really important issues that we were going to be discussing along with mandates, obviously, and the, and, the, and the need for choice. So they asked to be guest speakers. Now, obviously, you know, I was an event producer. Uh, you know, I'm a public speaker. We have a podcast, so I'm very comfortable with a mic. A lot of these parents don't want to be behind a microphone, so it would be a natural uh, avenue for me to be the moderator and or MC the event, which I did. So this person said, I don't think this group really cares about the children. You know, basically, I'm a GOP operative because I hosted an event for all the state officials. Now that was his opinion, but he stated it as if it was fact. I was dealing with that. The other key piece was that I was the leader of this group. So I, again, uh, you know, cause we believe in transparency and really kind of detailing what we've done. I said, no, I happen to be the one that people interview, but there's over 360 people in this group. There's over a hundred families involved. There's businesses, there's grandparents. So while I may be the one that's being interviewed, I am not the leader. I'm not even the administrator of this page. So again, I have to, uh, you know, so I said, I'm not gonna answer all these people individually. I just kind of made a, a very factual statement of what transpired over the last month. What we had even one person said, you know, before you go about trying to recall people, why don't you try going to some school committee meetings? And I and obviously I laughed. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, do you know how many times I've flown back and forth going to school committee meetings or how many FOIA requests I've requested or how many emails I've emailed administration? Again, you're assuming something, not knowing anything about what you're talking about. So I find it very comical. And that's pretty much what has been trending on social media really over the last couple of years is that people have an opinion, whether it's politics. And that was the other key piece that we were politically driven. Again, doesn't know the group, it's, it, it consists of Democrats, independents, Republicans. Uh, the other thing they want to know is how many were registered voters. We don't ask people if you're a registered voter or not. 
you're there. The common goal is because we heard in June by the school committee that was trying to insert CRT that they wanted to change the hearts and minds of children. And a mother's response to that was, what is wrong with my child so bad that you want to change my child's heart and mind? And that was one of the most powerful lines I heard in what drew me into really advocating. I have always advocated for children. I've been a CCDC teacher. I, I fought other different rights for children. So it was, a, again, a natural uh, recourse for me to get involved because I'm a stakeholder. My grandchildren are in the, part of this district. Their parents uh, fell in love, met through the school district. So of course I've got a stake, I have a stake in the game. I'm also could be considered the agent um, because obviously I've been dealing with the town and, and with the attorney and all of that. Does not matter. But the problem with social media and what's been trending is people use their opinion to either con try to convince someone of something they talk about CRT and racism, yet they use racist really type of actions against other people by keep being keyboard bullies, name calling. And again, you're, they're, they're, they're trying to convince whoever their you know, viewers are that they know the facts but they're the, what they're spewing is not facts it's opinion and yet and if you're gonna you know i'm to the point now i i'm very limited on who i will respond to um but because you know i'm responding for the group as a whole i want to make sure i'm giving factual and that we are completely transparent because that's one of our biggest arguments with the school committee and the administration is they have not been transparent we want to make sure we are doing that so no holds bars i explained it the other key piece that's been trending is that people really don't understand what CRT is. Everyone says CRT is not being taught in the district. I said, you're actually right, because it's not something you teach per se. It's not a course, it's not a lesson, it's an ideology. And the ideology is based on that you, as a white person, you are, you are inherently racist. Now, can you imagine telling that to a young child? Oh, guess what? Did you know you're, you're because of your skin color, you're automatically a racist. So you're teaching about races, racism with being racist. So the whole premise behind CRT is that you are, if you're white, you are inherently racist and you are an oppress, an oppressor. And if you are not white, you are the oppressed. So now you're telling a pecan child, a black child, a brown child, a yellow child, whatever color you want to come up with, that, oh, by the way, you're oppressed. You're not going to amount to anything because of this, the color of your skin. And what we've been fighting for is what Martin Luther King commented about, that you judge someone by the character, not the color of their skin, you don't even look at that. Most children, that's the least of their concern of what is the color of your skin. They just want to be your friend. They want to get to know you. Oh, you look so pretty. You're going to come to my birthday party. Oh, you play soccer. Oh, gee, you know, let's play after school. Racism doesn't even enter. And the problem with people talking about racism, we have to demolish it. Well, yeah, of course, that would be lovely. <laughs> but the bottom line is, 
You can't get rid of evil just like you can't get rid of good. You can't get rid of night just like you can't get rid of day. You cannot ever get rid of uh, uh, liars versus somebody that's truthful. It's humanity. It's human. It's because we are perfectly and flawed. So while, yes, it would be lovely to get rid of racism, the way you combat racism is to treat people with kindness, live by the golden rule. And that's what's faltering in the educational system today. That's the real pandemic, not the stupid virus and mass. The real pandemic is the indoctrination of children trying to convince them and letting them know that they're racist and they were born that way. And that is a travesty and we shouldn't be doing that. And so you get all these people that are, you know, getting on tooting on the horn of CRT and, you know, they are not teaching it. No, they're not. It's not a course. It's not a lesson. It's an, uh, it's an ideology and a thought process that is inserted in the way someone teaches. They use their bias. It could be like you walk into a classroom and you may see a lot of uh, like Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, any kind of activist type posters on the board. Um, they may insert it with like in math, they could give you like a like a problem solving of a black boy versus a white boy. Then they insert, well, you know who the police are going to go after. They're going to go after the black boy because, you know, they're racist. I mean, there's ways of inserting this shit crap stuff. And parents, you know, they weren't counting on the most powerful group in the world today is parents, grandparents, people fighting for children's rights. You know, you can, you can talk political ideologies all day long, but you start screwing around with their kids. And the sad thing about all of this that's trending is there's too much complacency with grandparents, with maybe parents that their children are currently not in the school. Maybe they've already graduated. Oh, it's not my problem. Well, guess what? It's everyone's problem. Because if, you know, in this particular district, a lot of people don't realize, they are up 500% of parents that have pulled up their pulled their children out of the school system, out of the district, and are homeschooling. Now, if you've got a great school system and there's nothing wrong with the curriculum and nothing wrong with being taught, or nothing, you know, none of these ideologies of grooming or sexualizing children, or you know, very explicit graphic books in the library, you would not have parents pulling out their kids. But what happens with that is the economical piece to it. You know, I can say that verbatim because with my husband's job, as you know, you know, we relocated. We actually relocated to this district, not once, but twice because of the great school system. If you don't have a good school system, guess what happens? You're going to get a poor rating. Other people are not going to have any desirable reason to move to this, these towns because the school system's not good. That's also going to impact businesses with their growth. It's going to uh, impact churches and the bottom line of any fiscal li line items from any town. So you are, you know, it is everyone's problem. So the people that, yeah, let somebody else deal with it. Hey, you know, I don't got kids in school. Eh, let the younger generation handle it. It's everyone's problem. Everyone's problem. Amen to that because, you know, there's so much going on in the world today and you know our children are our future and you know, 
I don't know what else to say about this. And it's just heartbreaking. Um, but I'm glad that you stood your ground. Oh, yeah. uh, and while we realize that everybody has a right to their opinion, opinion if your opinion is not fact-based, now, if that person really wanted to know that information, they could have found it. Of course I could have. I, I mean, I, I <laughs> it's actually on social media and because other people have asked me, people that I do know, and say, geez, I thought you lived in Florida. I said, well, I do. I, I moved there two years ago. Um, and I'm a registered voter in Florida. <laughs> but I live here part-time, obviously, because my grandchildren, our grandchildren are here. So I fly back. Matter of fact, since COVID, you know, and I've always talked about that since, since the virus hit, actually before the virus hit, I was flying in all through the virus. I flew back and forth, I don't know, 60, 60 times. Um, you know, and when I count that, I'm counting, you know, obviously going from point A to point B, that's one flight because it is. Going back is another flight. So I've been back and forth multiple times to visit, uh, to be involved with the school committees, to be there in person, to ask questions, to organize events, uh, because I want to be able to look at my grandchildren's face and say, yes, I fought for you, but I'm not just fighting for you. I'm fighting for all the children for choice to not wear masks. Now, supposedly the masks are coming off. And thankfully, uh, they already came off in Connecticut. They're not supposed to come off here until February 28th, but I wouldn't even hold my breath on that because the state is already backtracking. The governor, Faker Baker, is already backtracking that, or I should say it's <coughs> Commissioner Riley with Faker Baker's blessing, that they're really recommending uh, that if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, but if you are not vaccinated, you should mask up. So, the, you know, they're putting those little innuendos in there. Now, ironically, tomorrow is the last day of the school week and next week they're on vacation. So my thing is the numbers have been coming down like this. Omicron is it's basically kaput, gone. Uh, but if they even notice the slightest bit of a tick going up, they'll probably, oop, we got to go back to mass. So I don't trust it until I actually see it. Yeah. And, you know, that could lead into so many different things. Are you going to start weighing people before they go into a McDonald's or oh. Starbucks? I mean, you know, it's just getting so darn ridiculous. And I could go off in a tangent here, but I'm just going to leave it at that. What else is trending? Well, let's see. My muscles are quite sore. I kind of uh, um, change my routine around and my body goes through this process of, and thankfully it is not a scorching burner. My whole body hurts because I've had those types of body aches. This is my muscles are sore and I just got to be move a little gingerly here and there. But how'd your ass muscles, your your glutes? They are, <laughs> they are on fire. They good. are on fire. And that's the good thing about it. Like I my arms feel stronger. Like I feel I feel like a I feel like a boss. <laughs> I don't know how to describe <laughs> I love it. it. But you know, that's a good thing because that tells me that what I am doing is paying off. It is hard work. Uh it is, you know. It can be challenging, um, 
you know, but oh, you should have seen me doing uh, my uh, um, weight training today. It was quite impressive, I will add. Well, that's awesome. Uh, you know, what's also trending is, you know, how do you travel and work out? Obviously, I took um, all my my bands with me, my stretch bands. So even if I'm just, you know, in, you know, relaxing or whatever, I'm trying to, you know, make sure that I'm getting some sort of movement. And uh, I did quite a few push-ups today uh, on the counter. And then obviously with doing that same motion uh, with the uh, stretch bands. So my shoulders are a little, I feel in my shoulders tomorrow, I'm working on a lot of squats. So I'm expecting my ass to kill. <laughs> yeah, and the, I'm traveling oh, a little ass burn. <laughs> and I'm bringing my, um, my exercise mat and I'll bring my stretchy bands and my five pounders because um, I'm staying at an Airbnb that's about seven minutes from Ryan, um, but it's up on the third floor. So I'm like, eh, I got to be really careful on because I want to pack very light. So yeah. um, and that's what I love about the stretch bands. Uh, they do pack light. And depending on, you know, you can get different uh, widths, different um, the way it stretches, more resistance. And they really make, uh, they're really talking, uh, what's been trending is really when you kind of enter into that 50 age group and above, <coughs> that more repetition, excuse me, more repetition, more repetitious movements with bands versus weights uh, to really kind of protect your muscles from injury so and it's a great way to travel so you you know there you have no excuses to not do something whether it's walking uh you know whether it's you know if, if you're in a hotel and it's carpeted you know put it put a towel down and and, and start working uh you know doing those uh uh, abs, some squats, because you don't need to do, you know, you don't have to have a rack or anything to do squats. You can stand and do those squats up and down. And you can also use your stretch bands uh, around your thighs. And you want to make sure that obviously you're spreading your legs, uh, probably about the width of your shoulders, maybe a tad uh, wider um, to really get that push with, with the stretch band. Uh, but they travel great um, and they keep you accountable. You take them out, take them out of your suitcase, do not leave them in your suitcase and put them where you could see them, where they're visible. As a reminder, say, you know what, just because I'm on vacation doesn't mean I've got 15, 20 minutes that I can't get a, you know, some sort of workout, <coughs> excuse me, some sort of workout in. And the other thing I'm excited about is this, this looks like a really nice place, which I'm really excited about, has this amazing bathroom with this beautiful soaking bathtub. Ooh. So Sunday night, Monday night, I'll be soaking it up. No husband, no dog, quietness. <laughs> well, you know what? It's a uh, rejuvenation for you, for the mind, body, and spirit. Gives you time to focus on Ryan, gives you time to, you know, focus on yourself. And, you know, I always say that we, you know, somehow we've got to kind of try to fit that in our schedule. You know, mm -hmm. obviously if you can get away for a night or two and there's a cause or there's, you know, an event or something that you're tying in with that, that's great. But make sure that you really, uh, you know, just relax and, and really kind of rejuvenate yourself into the point where you can start anew, you can start fresh. You know, relaxation music is awesome. Like you said, a nice warm bubble bath. 
and just, you know, soaking and, you know, maybe a glass of wine and just really just kind of chill. Of course, you don't, you're not a big wine drinker, but you know, whatever uh, I've been doing, what I've been drinking is a lot of different herb teas. And I try to make sure that I'm using wherever I am, the local honey, because honey, uh, it, it's just, it's one of those, it's like garlic. It's just one of those natural food items that really you, the beneficial pieces to your body. It, it's, it's just amazing. Yeah. And, uh, I've just can't wait to give my son a hug. So that's what's trending for me. And, uh, you know, yesterday, and I just want to go back to the weather for a moment. It just goes to show you that with the, the weather, like when it's cold, uh, up here in the Northeast, we tend, our muscles tend to constrict a little bit more. And today, of course, you feel kind of that release because it's a lot warmer yes. and, you know, I went outside, you know, just with this, with my uh, sweater on and I was very comfortable and uh, there's a monster. Stay over there. <laughs> and, you know, so that's what's trending. You know, it's so weird. You go from 16 degrees to what was it? 55. I mean, you know, that's like, yeah, a around here, I believe we got up to 57, 58 and, um, you know, Still a little bit chilly, but much better than, you know, what I was feeling the first two days. I like just couldn't get that chill out of my body. So I was glad that, you know, upper 50s is do definitely doable. And even in the cold weather, believe it or not, I've never been a jacket person. I really, it's constricting. I hate wearing it in the car. So when I arrived, I just had my sweatshirt and my light sweatshirt at that. And, you know, my son-in-law said, oh, I, br I brought a coat for you. I said, nah. He said, it's cold out. I said, I know it's cold out, but I just, I, I've never been, even when I lived uh, in New England full-time, I was not a, a jacket person unless, like if I was walking, you know, in Boston, walking outside and I knew I was going to be outside, you know, more than 30 minutes, then I would put one on. But generally speaking, I really don't like to wear one. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like that myself. Um, it, you know, obviously with traveling in the car on, on uh, Sunday, you know, I'll be in the car for like four hours. So, right. you know, when I'm on a long trip, I don't, I can't wear a, you know, yeah, it's too confining. something like this, a sweater and, you yeah. know, I'll be fine. Um, but on that note, two sisters trending Thursday, bedtime stories, you know, we all have them. Um, I think I will be watching probably an episode of Perry Mason may. Oh, and we also are planning on watching, um, uh, judge Janine's, uh, Fox nation thing on, uh, somebody's son. And I'll just leave it at that. Oh, have you started watching that? Yeah. I, I watched, watched the first episode. So. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm curious to get your take on that. I have not, I have not been watching uh, any news. Uh, the kids are watching, you know, some sort of movie. I don't know if it's Harry Potter or something or whether they're watching. And generally speaking, I just, you know, at nighttime, I just been cramming, getting some work done. I had to finish up a certificate program, which I did. So now I'm officially, uh, I can, uh, you know, in the state of Florida to be on a uh, HOA you have to go through a certificate program. So I finished that up. So I was grateful to get that out of the way. Always busy doing something, planning something, you know, stuff with two sisters, writing, journaling. And so I've been a little bit too busy for 
Um, although I have been watching, what the heck is it called? Um, Manifest. And I watched it when it first came on the air years ago, but apparently I must've skipped out some seasons or something. Cause it's like, I don't remember this. I don't remember this. So I'm now on season two. I haven't watched it uh, in about four or five days, um, but I'll catch up with that at some point. So that's really kind of only I've been watching. And then of course I've been reading because I love to do that as well. And uh, yeah, just, you know, you know, God is good. We're blessed. You know, we, I always say to people, you know, what's trending? you know, your health, that's what's trending. Uh, if you are able to wake up, take in a nice breath of fresh air, make your bed, walk outside, hug hug those you love, you are blessed uh, and we shouldn't take those things. So I think blessings should be trending as well. And just knowing that, you know, we're, we have a miracle every day when we wake up, we have yeah. a blank sheet of paper, and our journey is not written for that day. So I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. And on that note, we hope you enjoyed this evening's hot topics. And we would love to hear from you. Go to our website and leave us a voicemail at www.twosistas.online because we like to be different. And on that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva, and I'm with two... Sisters, and this is Carol Sue, a.k.a. Naughty Boss, feeling a little warmer today, which is good, good stuff. You know, what we always say about Trending Thursday is, you know, you're checking out all the different influencers. Why don't you be the influence, influencer? You be the trendsetter and pay it forward. Be kind to people. Always be kind to people. If they got a good character, if they've got a great sense of humor and you are blessed to have them in your life, let them know that. It makes everyone feel good when you give them a compliment, even if it's something simple. It makes people feel good. So that's what should be trendsetting. But we will see you tomorrow morning for a fantabulous Friday. We're super excited for that. We will close out our week and we wish you all a great Thursday night. See you in the AM. Good night, everyone. <laughs>